0: Okay, this evening I wanted to um, read some... Uh, well, yeah, I, I want to talk about the, whatever the true self is. But I wanted to start with something, with a, a reading. Or a, a, was it... I don't know if you, any of you have heard, but most of you will have heard of Uchiyama Roshi, um, mm-hmm. who was the teacher of uh, Okamura, who... Um, who I, I think a lot of us really like and have really appreciated Okamura's uh, writings and teachings. He's so clear. But th- this is what um, Uchi Yamaroshi lo- wrote very late in his life, when he'd you know had been training for many years and had really worthy successes. This is what he wrote. And I'll go back to it uh, at the end of the talk. He said, In the middle of a solemn service, I'm extremely self-conscious and so confused. I make a big mess of it. Afterwards, I feel shame and remorse. But since my childhood, I've been so sensitive that in self-defense, I ended up settling myself in the stability of whatever happens, I am I. Shy is shy, careless is careless. There is nothing to do about it. Even if we don't become refined and elegant, like an expert at Kendo, or like a master of no theatre, or of the tea ceremony. It doesn't matter, does it? So this was a, a very long, tr- yeah. He'd really done his time, and he, was, he remained self-conscious and confused. Okay, so we'll go back to that at the end. But I want to start with asking you. And I, I mean, you can you can punch an answer if you feel like it, but. What is the true self? What is the true self for you? Did you give in? (laughs) I give in. (laughs) Yeah. Did uh, any Dave? anybody wanted to answer that question? I did. Some brave soul. I didn't see any takers for that one, Roshi. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. Sometimes silence is the better part of valor. Yeah. <laughs>
1: have a little look at it with you. Pardon? Can I have a little look at it with you? I mean, it's more of a question to retain your question than an answer.
0: Okay. Who who am I speaking with? Sorry. This is Paul. Paul, uh, I've lost you, Paul. Where have you gone?
1: I can't find my picture either. I don't know what's happened there. I don't know what's yeah. Sorry about that. Um, but. I mean, I've, I've, I've been taught recently that there is no real self, that it's an illusion that the mind creates. Okay. You don't really have a self. That's what I've been told. I mean, I'm playing okay. with that idea. You know, I don't know what do to do be, with it. Do
0: you believe it? Sorry? I said, do you believe it? You said I
1: do. I do, yeah. I do believe, it? but I believe I can't shake off my condition, which very much feels like a true self.
0: Okay. You know. Okay, great. That's fine. Thank you. Thank you. So, from the perspective, from, from this perspective of, of having looked, well, for how many years? Forty-five years. I think I can fairly say it's nothing at all. The true self, it's not something. It's, it's the absence of something. The true self is the absence of something. Um, and I could then ask you, what is the absence of? Keith, go for
1: hi, it, Keith. Hi, Rosie. Yeah, I, I was just f- from searching for this thing called the self, um, which I, when I first started practice, I thought was something you know I could find the Buddha, the Buddha nature, and 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 realize it. And um, for me, I would say it was per- perhaps it's it's. Um, realization of, 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 of not being a fixed or permanent self. But then there's all sorts of problems tied with that, you know, that um, we could have a sense of no self and become, your ego can be inflated. We can become attached to that and it can go on and on and you're just down a bloody rabbit hole with the whole thing. So I'm, I'm with you, you know, I, I don't know what it is. It's fluid. Um, and it, it, you know, it's a, for me, the practice about just trying to realize what that true self is now and how that changes and changes with circumstances along with me in my life. Okay,
0: thanks, Keith. Thank you. Thanks. Uh,
1: <clears throat> well,
0: the easy answer to what, sorry, this, the easy answer to an absence of what is what um, somebody earlier said an absence of this idea of a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a self, of an independent self, a de- delusion. But really, I think it's the absence of any, as Keith just said, the truth self is the absence of any idea of a true self. This truth, or at least the true self that we try and seek or discover in our lives. True self in, the, in this tradition is no self. It's simply just now experienced or the important thing is it's just now experienced in a non-self-centered way and we could talk a bit about that what does non-self-centered mean but experiencing life in a non-self-centered way on a moment-to-moment basis as a way to approach life life just as it is as it is life itself so, if I asked you to, what would you call self-centeredness? What is self-centeredness? What, what? How does it man? How does self-centeredness manifest itself? I don't mean in a, you know, in a grandiose kind of way, but in an ordinary, everyday way. I mean, we're all to some degree self-centered. How does it? What? How does it manifest? And how? Where does it? What does it leave us feeling? Um Chris. Yeah. Dissatisfied, I would say. Dissatisfied, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Suzanne, did you would you put your hand yeah.
1: up? Uh, I was gonna say um th- there's usually a, a feeling of constriction inside somehow. It's all those feelings that feel constricted.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah yeah it's it, it's self-centeredness is really it's a, a, a particular perspective of, of, of us being isolated of being of, of us being a self of being a, a kind of private autonomous and separate person so i suppose non being non-self-centered means that we aspire to let go of this kind of inner sanctum of personal needs and expectations and entitlements and all the things that all of us are subject to doing. Um, So as Dogen says, I've I've written the quote down and we say it so often, but it's so, you know, so often that our world is, is, is no longer uh, the self. Ourself is being the world, yeah. so we're not the world. And um, I'll read it to you again, you've, had, you've heard it many times, but it's so good. So, rather than constantly trying to impose ourself onto life, we realize that all of life is who and what we are, or as Dogen puts it, to carry the self forward and illuminate the myriad things is a delusion. That the myriad things come forth and illuminate the self is awakening. So it basically, you know, bottom line is it's surrendering to the, to, it's surrendering to your life. It's surrendering to what comes along rather than, yeah, as, as I am and we all do trying to impose something on the world. Um, and, you know, we're guaranteed to lose. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the power of the thunderstorms and the lightning and the rain in the last few days demonstrates the power of the 10,000 things. We don't, we don't stand a chance, you know? Um, So in the context of non-self-centeredness, what, what is compassion then? What is compassion? And, and again does, does, can you define compassion does it look like something what, what's compassion
1: is it having time feeling for others do you, you know, are you aware of others more if you're compassionate
0: I, I think so yeah I, I think that, that's for sure but how do you manifest that compassion? If you, if, if you are aware and empathetic with other folk or situations, how, how is that compassion manifested? What is it? What, what as a human being do you do? Susie? Um, I
1: can't define it, but I can, it, it feels uh, soft and expansive as opposed to constricted
0: what was the first adjective You're soft 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 and soft uh, and, and expansive
1: yeah, yeah. rather than tight and, and yeah. Constricted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah 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 i guess a simple definition is that we we operate in the world and act appropriately out of as best we can, this non-self-centeredness. So we're not acting out of um, the small, constricted self and its needs. We we aspire to act out of a non-self-centered approach, and that. And so, the question of how we exercise compassion is, is not fixed, because each each situation and each position we're in. On a day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis, may require a different approach, which isn't necessarily uh, on the surface, kind or unkind. So uh, it's a bit like the true self compassion. It's not fixed, and I guess our our, our dilemma or our challenge as some practitioners is how 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 do we how are we in the world that allows us to feel we're acting in that way? How much of this this, this tight self-centered self can we shrug off sometimes? Um, and how do you know? How do you know if you've acted compassionately? So, what well, I really want, sorry, go on. To prepare, sorry. Sorry, I said Ka- Karen had something she wanted. Karen, to- sure, yeah.
1: Sometimes um, I feel it's um, when I could understand, yeah, just to be more understanding. Yeah.
0: Towards
1: yeah. Everybody's differences. Yeah. All the differences.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Very precisely put. Thank you.
1: Um, Chris has something he wants to say
0: as well, Roshi. Chris, go for it, yeah. Does it mean being compassionate towards the self as well? What do you think? I think so, yeah. I agree. Why would you leave yourself out? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you for bringing that up, yeah. I I did want to say something about that as well, so... As... as, if, if, if no self is the whole self functioning in a non-self-centered way, it's really important to remember that we can only function in a non-self-centered way when we become aware ourselves of the things that pull us away from acting in that way. So unless, you know, unless... Unless we have these feelings in us of, of, of self-centeredness, of, of self-preoccupation, unless we really recognize them, then we don't know what non-self-centeredness is. So as Chris just said, we also have to be kind to ourselves. Sometimes we fail, you know. But in that failing, that's, that's where, in a way, um, we, we, we can point up or highlight what, non-self-centered, what, non, what non-self-centeredness is yeah
1: Roshi, it's Monica here. Hi, Monica. Hi. I was thinking, you know when you were talking about how you show compassion, would you be looking at things from love rather than fear, maybe, so you look at all different scenarios in in a position of love, maybe?:
0: That would be beautiful, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but something to attain to maybe i don't know no that would be so nice yeah um, yeah i i suppose all i was saying is sometimes love doesn't isn't experienced by the the person that one is giving love to
1: yeah uh,
0: they may say other and other yeah. than that, you know that's so. That's what that's the tricky bit. You know, that's the yeah. you know where we have to really dig deep and see what our intentions really are. And, mm. and uh, you know, don't know about you, but I'm I'm well able to, to get into self-deception around that. So. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna co- kind of co- coming back to. Uh, heading back toward what I read about Ujiyama, but one thing that may surprise you um, because we often talk about enlightenment and a experiencing and openings and all those kind of things, that Zen is in fact took me a while, I think I agree with it, Zen is, is, is anti-transcendent I mean, you may have a big opening, you may have a Ken show, you may have a deep, but you know, any teacher worth his while is gonna rush you through that. Don't get stuck there. It's just another idea. So, what's his name? Who wrote wrote this? Lost the book, where's he gone? Oh yeah. Barry Majid said this and I, I agree with him and it may it may it's I, I have to kind of preface this with this is after a long long time of practice a lot of years past and getting old and all those kind of things it conditions how one thinks um, but <clears throat> Majid says enlightenment is precisely the thorough abandonment of any notion of enlightenment. Enlightenment is precisely the thorough abandonment of any notion of enlightenment. Isn't that strange given how much is written about it in, in tradition and how many cones are about it? But you know, can you abandon the idea? I don't, I think it's, I th- I think it's, it's a funny one I mean I'm kind of low to say it because we need that incentives when we begin the practice this idea that we may find some place that's that that's that's happy to be in all the time and maybe to disillusion you of that might <laughs> maybe go and find something different you know? <laughs> something with more sex drugs and rock and roll yeah <laughs> so that, um, is enlightenment something that we gain by practice? That's a really interesting, is enlightenment something we gain by practice? And I can immediately say, no, it isn't. Because gain is itself a delusion. What we gain by practice is that, you know, what we hope to gain, and I'm struggling with all the time, is how do we lose the boundaries between yourself and the world? That's what we're struggling with. How do we lose those boundaries? And then, and then the really weird thing is that those boundaries were never there in the first place. So we don't actually have to lose anything. We gain nothing and we lose nothing. The boundaries weren't there to begin with. I mean, we talk all the time about the gateless gate. The gateless gate, there there wasn't any boundaries. We generated the boundaries. How strange is that? Okay, I'll go back to Uchiyama. And um, I think somebody earlier has kind of said all this, and it was really good. Let me find, I've lost a quote now. Where the hell did it go? There we go. So, this is what Majid has written about as written and then <clears throat> it highlights the Ichiyama quote. Long after so-called enlightenment, we may still slice our little literal or metaphorical golf footballs uncontrollably to the right, whether we dualistically label them as a problem or not. Many years of conditioning will remain to be worked through and life will still contain difficulties, neuroses don't just evaporate into thin air. Our tendency to be frustrated will dramatically decrease when our practice reveals we have no essential self to defend. But if we imagine that our practice will lead us to a transcendent state in which we are totally impervious to the vicissitudes of life, we are falling into a trap, set perhaps by the glimpse of perfection we may have gained with an initial experience or Kensho. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we are still ourselves, warts and all, after practicing. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm saying this for myself. We are all still ourselves, and, we, and that includes our warts and all. And may I go back to Chris, who said, be kind to yourself. Yeah, be kind to your warts as well. Yeah. So I'll just read you that again. So this is Uchiyama being kind to his warts and embracing who he is after many years of practice. In the middle of a solemn service, I am extremely self-conscious and so confused, I make a big mess of it. Afterwards, I feel shame and remorse. But since my childhood, I've been so sensitive that in self-defense, I ended up settling myself in the stability of whatever happens, I am I. Shy is shy, careless is careless, there is nothing to do about it. <laughs> so I don't know whether you agree with him, but it uh, kind of resonated with me now. Okay. I'm, I'm done, guys. I'm very happy for you to comment, disagree, have your own view. Go wild, say something. Hmm. Roshi? Yeah, cool. Yeah.
1: I think that what you said last is so liberating.
0: Sorry, I can't speak with sorry.
1: Margarita. Margarita here.
0: I can't I'm sorry, Margarita, I'm just trying to find you. It's nicer to see you when you're speaking, but hang on a second, maybe you're on the third one. There you are. Hi.
1: (laughs) I was just saying that what you just said is so liberating. Everything is okay as it is.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've even silenced Josie tonight.
1: (laughs) I think um, Sarah wanted to
0: say something, Roshi. Okay, go for it, Sarah. I I
1: I really like that Uchiyama quote, but I also think it's interesting that although he notices he has all of those, ten- those tendencies within himself he doesn't stop himself from doing those things he still does that service despite the fact it. that he knows he feels yeah. like that about it and so yeah. often we let those ideas we have about ourselves stop us from doing things
0: that's right
1: and maybe that's the, the benefits of his practice it's not to get rid of that sense that that's how we fail sometimes yeah but that he can live his life despite that or including that
0: yeah it really resonates for me. I've often done service and I'm standing in my robes and I'm thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 but, yeah. But afterwards, it's fine. It works, yeah. I agree. <laughs> you just got to keep going, yeah. Yeah. Josie?
1: I, that's I'm glad Sarah said that because my first thought was it, it sounds like he's given up he's just accepted that he's careless and 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 um, what else was it
0: um,
1: and it, it sounded quite negative <laughs> and oh he's just given up but yeah I suppose it's still doing stuff despite that and' um, yeah, it doesn't
0: matter because everyone's, everyone's got their stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, I really agree with you, Josie. It, it sounds like, like kind of fatalistic, doesn't it? But in fact, you know, from my perspective, there are some things that just like get into your bones and you, you know, they're kind of hardwired in you. And, and no matter how much of your whole life you struggle to get rid of them, they still pop up, <laughs> you know, they, they won't be erased. They're kind of deep down there at some cellular level. And in the end, you just have to say, okay, you know. (laughs) That's part of my nature, just like I've got a long nose or whatever, you know. (laughs)
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, thank you Roshi, yeah, that was really, really liberating, uh, I think that too, and I, it's uh, something I've noticed to people who seem very grounded in their practice, and I suppose sometimes myself, if I, if I am grounded, actually what happens is you, as a person, you get clearer, so I suppose it's not, it's not about your boundaries between you and the world, but you are more, you're clearer, you act, you act more decisively, you act more clear, and then maybe it's easier for people to relate to you. Yeah, so maybe you become you become who you are, what's and all, but with to, with more conviction, and um,
0: that okay. can. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, more confidence and kindness. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That goes
0: with yeah. it. Yeah. Very nice comments that people have said. I'm surprised. Is there anything coming up for you, anyone, or are you just shy to say it, or are you blank? Neil, go for
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Hiya, uh, thank you, Roshi. I, okay. I, yeah, yeah, I, that felt like my first response. to That was kind of uh, oh, that's a relief. <laughs> uh, sometimes I think Pat one of the one of the things I struggle with with this practice could almost be like a fear of unpicking myself.
1: Okay. Almost like of what if I was to take myself apart? Yeah. Would, I, would I? What if I did that and I wasn't able to put myself back together again at some point? Yeah.
0: Like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it, it it kind of felt like from listening to what we've all been talking about tonight, like it's yeah, it's maybe not about that. I probably wouldn't be able to even if I really really wanted to. And maybe that's yeah. not a bad thing.
0: Yeah. But what you describe is also, I think, a common experience for all of us as we deepen the practice is is this fear of of the loss of this constructed self. It's scary as hell. You know, you're taking a long time to build it up. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you. you. Okay, should we do service? I think I've browbeated you enough. haven't I?